to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen, and bringing back my OG, original, gangster, fan favorite guest is my husband, John. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Everyone loves when you come on. (laughs) I know, and I... So much appreciated, but... You're a fan fave. I know, but this is out of my comfort zone. Well, it shouldn't be. But I do anything for you, so... Well, you're, like, you're an awesome speaker. Well... So uh, it shouldn't come too difficult. And plus, it's really just me and you. You're right, you're right. You're you're right, we're just chit-chatting. I'm okay. (laughs) I'm all right. So, um, I baited you in today to discuss, um... How to spice up your marital sex life. How do you feel about that? I think um, that's one of those sensitive subjects that I like to kind of duck. But yet I have such good advice. You do. I do. Uh, But it's just advice from me. I mean, I don't know how, how applicable it is to the rest of the male species out there. Well, um, at this point, I think that the listeners should refer to my opener, which tells people that I'm not a therapist and neither are you. Okay, perfect. So with that disclaimer, I feel much more comfortable. Okay. So we're, we're not giving advice, uh, backed by a doctorate of any sort. All right. But just coming from two People who have been together for a long time. We've been together for 19 years. And um, obviously, you know, things have always been great in the bedroom. But, you know, after 19 years and the same person, of course, things get a little bit routine. And it can, I mean, there's always room to improve and, you know, be better, do better. So... Um, I wanted to talk to you and get like the male perspective and cause I think that you do give your friends advice pretty often, don't you? I give everybody advice, <laughs> not even beyond my friends. Just somebody who sits next to you at the bar. Yeah. If they're You're unlucky like, enough to sit next to me. You don't like, look like you've been late lately, dude. I've got, <laughs> I've got an idea for you. Let me just toss this one out there and <laughs> see if it sticks. well I think that's hilarious and I actually don't not believe that I I do believe that that's probably happened (laughs) to you before as um, I think that you know that I'm a pretty open book when it comes to that subject Mm -hmm. and so I talk about it frequently and openly and um, I think mostly you know the girls at work let's say and and Shay uh, gets the benefit of my openness in that subject. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I work with Marines, and you work with a bunch of 
women and men that are hairstylists, and I've heard some of your conversations, <laughs> and you would turn my group red in the face. <laughs> yeah, we'd take you guys down. You would take sure. us down for certain. <laughs> it, it's it, fun, though. I know. I have time. no doubt it's fun. I I, I, I have fun time. listening to the stories that of the stories. Yeah. Well, so. it's nice too sometimes when you bounce things off of other people in your friend group and kind of get a sense of where everybody's at. Because, you know, of course you want to believe that uh, you're normal, quote unquote. You want to believe that what's happening in your bedroom is the norm. And most of the time, I think that most people, um, it, it's probably not as frequent as they would hope for. Yes. Um, when they've been together for a really long time, or even if they haven't, you know. And to hear that other people are experiencing the same issues is comforting. I would, I would think that many of the issues or many of the things that spice up a marriage would be almost universal. Yes. Now, they might not be acceptable, but if tried, they would be universal. <laughs> That's what I Well, the, I, do you agree that there's probably a lot of things going on in people's bedrooms that um, uh, would surprise other people? Oh, my God, they could make a freaking show on it. What's all those shows that you watch? <laughs> the Housewives? Yeah, but they don't really get into stuff like that. But that's my point. But that's a That'd be a great... I'd, I'd tune into that. It really would. Yeah. Like, what are the secrets of the people who live next door? Yes. You know, they're probably not as uh, righteous and whatnot. <laughs> not to say that, that, that it's not okay, that it's not, you know, I mean... Within the confines of your relationship, what works works. Every everyone has sexual skeletons and I kinks and kinks. Yes. Yeah. Which you know, I think, get it, girl. Get it, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. But before you can talk about the things to spice up a marriage, I believe you have to discuss the things that can make a marriage. Routine, as you called it. Oh, well, what huh? are your thoughts on that? I'd like to hear it. Oh, okay. I didn't know that question was going to be fired right back at me. <laughs> I went to ask it. But, um, I, well, I mean, obviously, time and comfort right. makes things routine. You know, of course. I don't care how good that bone-in filet tastes <laughs> when you first bite into it, but by the... 80th bite, you're like, I'm really tired of this <laughs> fucking filet, <laughs> and I need some freaking ice cream. I need something different. Right. And I don't mean it in, in that way. You know, I'm just saying everything becomes kind of routine. But, right. Um, so I think time and, time, um, and routine. Um, well, let's go back to you said comfort as well, which I think, you know, there's a lot of room there to improve as far as your comfort level goes. You know, yes, you should be completely comfortable with your spouse or, you know, significant other, but you shouldn't be so comfortable that you're, you know, being gross and, you know, there are ways to keep things new 
and exciting. Right, and that's my point. I, you know, really, if you could go back and flip the script to everyone's relationship, you would say, okay, I'm not going to let it become routine because I'm going to get left of bang here and I'm going to spice it up from the beginning at the six-month mark, at the year mark, at the two-year mark. I'm going to keep in something else coming at this relationship and at this uh, our, our sex life so it doesn't become routine. Right. But obviously no one understands that. No one realizes that until they realize like, holy shit, I've been married 19 years. It's, it's getting kind of routine. Mm-hmm. The whole idea is not to allow it to get routine. Right. And I wouldn't say ours was, uh, I'll say routine, but not boring. Certainly not boring. Right. There's nothing about you that's boring. Oh, thank you. And you've never bored me. <laughs> Ever. Well, I it's nice, I think, that we have always kept a lot of things separate. You know, like, I I want to keep the bathroom door closed. I want to, you know, keep my own private functions to myself. Yes, yes, you are very good at that. I'm okay, but I'm a guy, so I'm expected <laughs> that, you know. Well, I mean... My comfort zone is much larger than yours. It, it's one thing to watch you pee with the door open, but everything else, the door gets closed. Yeah, even, so. e- yeah, 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 absolutely. I agree with that. That, and we live, and we are in separate bedrooms, so. Yes, and I, I don't I, <laughs> accidentally I'm, see her here. I'm anything. a huge <laughs> fan of separate bedrooms. I yes. couldn't, I love you to death, but I could never sleep with you. <laughs> I could lay with you, <laughs> but I couldn't sleep with you. Right. Well, I, I mean, when was the last time we actually had sex in our bedroom? <laughs> it probably doesn't happen that often. No. <laughs> no. Which, um, we'll go back to that. We'll circle back. Okay. So, okay, so what... All right, some ideas. with your thoughts. Some I, um, okay, some ideas to spice it up now? Well, I... Uh, were you finished then with the... Uh, yeah, I mean, the, know, my, like, my, my point is don't let it become routine. Don't let it get to that point. Right. But if it is at that point, then you need some ideas. Um, and I'm giving you these just from a, from the husband's perspective on how to reignite, how to f- get some flair mm-hmm. in that relationship. That is where you're going with this, right? That's what you... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I just thought it would be nice to get both the male and female perspective and, you know, especially from the two of us who are, you know, in that situation. Well, what um, makes what makes a marriage routine from the woman's perspective? I would say, you know, in the beginning men try harder, you know, they um touche. They probably, you know, set up dates, plan dates. And there's a little more romance. There's a little bit more chase. And, um, you know, it's all about the chase. It's all about the anticipation for women, I, in my opinion. And I think most women would agree that, you know, the anticipation is what makes things better in the bedroom. Well, men are, by our very nature, hunters and gatherers. So... <laughs> It has to have an appeal to it for us to want to go out there. Right. So. Well, and I think, too, just not, um, you know, after a while, sometimes you feel like I'm I'm the mom, I'm the housekeeper, I'm, you know, I'm all these different things, and the wife part is 
your last thing and you know and it doesn't feel good to a husband and it doesn't feel good to a wife either right so I can see a couple falling into that easily yeah it's it called is it's, easy. it's called life right life <laughs> life gets in the way yeah, yeah for sure and I mean the the laundry still has to get done so yeah you know still um, it is what it is still amazed how that happens <laughs> Because I just put it in that hamper and the shit just spits out in that laundry basket already folded. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That that hamper's like magic. (laughs) I have no idea how that works. Hope nothing ever happens to me. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. So from a a male perspective, what um, are the ways that you could spice things up if you felt like things were getting routine? Okay. These are in no specific order of priority of, or importance, but here would be my top five okay. ideas. Okay, mm-hmm. one of one one of them would be to spend the money and pay for your wife to get a sexy boudoir. Did I say it right? Yes. Boudoir photo shoot. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think can I can I tell that quick story? Yes. All right. And we'll just give her a little bit of a shout out, Laura Lynn. Yeah, she's she, amazing. She has a studio in Milwaukee and in Chicago. If anybody is interested, she is the best boudoir photographer. The best. In the Midwest. And here's how I know she's the best, because you came to me with the idea. Right. And at first I was like I always do, I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, baby. But <laughs> then I brought up a like, but I mean, I already think you're hot. I think you're sexy. I've already seen everything. I'm not really sure. What do I? What am I going to do with these photographs? Right. And I could tell. I, I couldn't tell right away. But now looking back, I could see that I really kind of took a, a lot of wind out of your sail. Right. I really did, didn't I? Yeah. So much to the point where you're like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it on my own." Right? Something you felt like you had to do for yourself? Yes. Because I just didn't know, I like, I, what am I going to do with these photographs? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I couldn't envision what they were going to look like. Right. So, I was coming back from South Dakota on a hunting trip, and you had had that shot, and you had got some of the, the, uh, the, the not the negatives, but because I'm dating myself, what do they call those? Polaroids. The pol- not the Polaroids, the yeah, electronic. They, they were they called like, Polaroids? They were like little Polaroids. Okay. Yeah. But you sent them to me on the way back. And oh yeah, she sent me a couple of digital prints. Right, and that's what you sent me when I was driving back from South Dakota, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I fucking damn near drove off the road, <laughs> and my speed went from seventy five to about ninety five crossing Minnesota <laughs> trying to get back. I was so excited. I thought that some of the hottest shit. I I I, mean, I couldn't stop looking at them. I kept opening up my phone and looking at them and looking at them and. Aww. And Keith was asking me, like, what the fuck you keep looking at? I was like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. So, and, I, and I'm telling you, that was such, just that, just looking at those photos and you in those poses and your facial expressions and how the lighting captured you and, Aww. oh my gosh. <laughs> so, definitely that would be. Yeah, I highly recommend yeah, that. Yeah, pay the money, guys. Pay the fucking money. <laughs> Open your wallet. I'm pr- I promise you it'll come back to you in spades. So that's one. It was worth every dime. Right. 
And from a female's perspective, it put a spark in me too because I looked at the pictures and I saw something else. I saw, you know, like a more um, like sexual, you know, sensual woman. Yes. Whereas when I'm looking in the mirror, when I'm at home doing laundry, I'm seeing just, you know, right. plain Jane. Absolutely. Um, let's see another one. I Here's another one I, I believe. Um, taking your wife shopping. Now, hear me out again. Okay, not the other way around. Not dragging your husband along shop. Taking your wife shopping specifically looking for a sexy outfit. Mm-hmm. And she's got to try it on. Yeah. From panties to bra to white hot linen pants that you can see through. Whatever it is that you like, she's got to try on. Yeah. You know? Watching them try on these hot outfits is pretty hot. And it feels good to her, too, because she feels like she's being appreciated. Yes. Yes. I like that one. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Um, Obviously, that one that was kind of accidental, and I think we touched on that that one time. <laughs> it, it's it's called the Dirty Flirty Game, and what and it, it, so the listeners don't have to go back and listen to that whole episode. Basically what it was, was I was coming back from a, a golf outing, and I was going to meet you at a pub mm-hmm. that was kind of between Madison and here, Right. and I was running late, and you were already there. Right. And you were sitting in your car, and I promise you this was so spontaneous on a whim, and maybe I was feeling a little dangerous that day. And, <laughs> um, I said, you know what, let's have some fun. you gotta, you got 30 minutes to kill anyway. Take off that ring and go sit at the bar <laughs> and see what happens. Yeah. And if by chance someone is chatting you up when I get there, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to act like I don't know you and I'm just going to watch it unfold. Right. <laughs> what were your thoughts when I brought that up? Um, I mean, I I thought it sounded fun. I was a little bit nervous about it, but I thought it sounded fun. And I thought, well, worst case scenario, I end up just sitting there having a drink and, you know, waiting. Right. So, and it just so happened that there was just this poor guy who was ripe for the picking. He was ripe for the picking, yeah. I, I wouldn't say he was a poor guy. I would say he well, was... Well, I felt bad because in the end, I had to kind of duck out. Well, that's true. But, I mean, this is this is what goes with the territory for men as hunters and gatherers. I mean, you think that you're, you have a, a target and you feel that you have a chance... And it doesn't work out that way. That's right. just the story of our lives. This shit happens all the time. That's what makes us stronger and better at our game. Because yeah. I'm sure that guy went home that night and I was like, how the fuck did I fuck that up? <laughs> well, he ended up going to the bathroom when I left. Yeah, he had I that. I just didn't have the heart to like give him the wrong number. Or, I know. Or, I you know. know. But anyway, it, that easily could be played off. You know, you give a, give a guy a wrong number. How many times do you women give... Men the wrong phone number anyway. I mean, right. that's kind of got to be common. The point is, you know, it's 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 harmless flirting. 
they feel good, you feel good. I certainly enjoyed myself. <laughs> um, but well, I mean, you ended up coming over and acting like you didn't know me. I did. And that I was did. Fun. I did. I was. And I we've was, done that a couple of times. Yes, I I do enjoy kind of coming in and, and kind of moving in and and hitting on you. Yeah. I especially like it when the guy gets upset with me because he thinks I'm moving in (laughs) on his girl. (laughs) And it's actually my own wife, but he doesn't know that. Right. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the the greatest joys of the game. But... uh, And then we did it again in Minneapolis. Yes. That was another success. That was successful. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, uh, so that... How many is that? One, two... That's three? That's three? Yeah. Okay. I said... no, boudoir, boudoir shopping, shopping, yes, dirty flirty. Yes, how many said I was gonna give you top said you five? You were gonna give five. Son of a bitch, I got a little overzealous, <laughs> didn't I? Um, okay. Uh, well, let, let, let me let me think. Those well, other two, you feel free to chime in here. Okay, well, I will. Um, so how can um, how can we as women spice things up? I would say, um, number one, you know, get yourself looking cute for your man. You know, don't always be in sweatpants and, you know, hair in a ponytail, no makeup, you know, like look cute. You know, one thing that we do is we try at least, you know, at least once a week to go do things together or we'll meet after work somewhere. And I'm always cognizant of what I'm wearing that day. You know, if I'm going to work, I'm dressing as if I'm going out on, you know, like a date. Yeah, you're sitting here at the house and you have hot, black, tight leather pants. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would, I would certainly agree with you on that. Well, this is what I wanted to wear for you today because you picked these pants out for me while we were shopping. While we were shopping. (laughs) There you go. Um, But I think, you know, just putting in the effort is, you know, it goes a long way. You know, trying to, to look your best, whatever that may be. Right. And maybe dressing more for your spouse than for yourself. Um, I think... It goes a long, long way. And it's not lost on me. There's a lot of people. Well, thanks, honey. There's a lot of people, men and women, who I think, you know, they get married. And they've been married for a little bit. And it's like the slow decline of, you know, well, you know, I don't have to work out as much. And, like, you know, now you're not eating as healthy. And, you know, so you're kind of, like, letting yourself go. And you know what? If you're both letting yourself go, awesome. But if one's keeping up their end of the bargain and the other one's not, that's not fair. One hundred percent agree with you. I think we hit on that on one of the very first episodes. We did. Is if one person's going to do put forth the effort, then the other person has to put forth the effort. Right. It's not fair, unless there's some type of medical condition. You know, right? Which I mean, right? And that and that conversation has has to, it, it's it's ugly, but it's needed. Where one of them has to say, "Look, either I'm going to let myself go with you, or you're going to pick up your game with me." I really don't care which one. I'm all about eating freaking ho hos and ice cream <laughs> if that's where we're going. Right. But 
you know, I think we'd both feel better about ourselves if we took, put a little effort, right? Yeah. So, I, honestly, that's what keeps me going is the fact that I've got this super hot wife and oh. I, I, I'm not going to be that, I don't want to be that couple where we walk in and you can almost hear someone like, how the fuck did he land her? You know, that there's no way they're together, right? Because how many couples have we seen like that? No way they're together. Are they? Yeah. How does is that, that work out? How the hell is that? How did that happen? You do say that. Yeah. Either way, from the men oh, yeah, absolutely. or female perspective. Yeah. So that would be, you know, one of my one of my tips. I would say also, you know, not letting the actual sex itself get, you know, routine. Do tell. <laughs> Please expand on that idea. Well, you know, being open, um, being open to different ideas. I there's, I mean, probably within the last few months, I've asked you like, is there something, you know, is there something I could be doing that I'm not doing? Yes. And it, I mean, I'm not I, yes, there's could, but yes, you have asked that, <laughs> right, right. But I really do wonder because I, I, you know, I want to keep things fresh and different. Yeah. Like I don't always just want to lay down and, you know. And and I like how, and I like how nothing no idea that I have is too extreme. You're able to poker face it pretty good. <laughs> I'll entertain. Right. Right. I mean, I'm always willing to entertain. Right. I've never heard you say what the hell's wrong with you. No, I no. would never say that. Yeah, that would just shoot me down. Well, you know, like I said, we all have our kinks. Yeah. You know, there's probably things that turn me on that other women would be aghast at. And there's probably things you're turned on by and that other guys aren't. Yeah. Oh, I, I got my number four. I have my number four. Oh, yay. Okay. I don't want to lose it. Yeah, go. Can I just fire it out there? Get it. Okay. So, again, this is an accident, but... Uh, when I was living in Kansas City, because I was we were I was a geographical bachelor. I was living down there. You were living up here. We were still happily married, but my work sent me there. And rather than move you, that you decided to stay up here with the house and your career, and I would be down there because I was traveling all the time. So I wasn't for you; that was for the listeners. Right. Yes. And all of a sudden, you told me about I don't know if he was an old boyfriend, but someone that you really crushed on hard. Oh, it was. When like you a, worked at the oh, car dealership. Right. Kind of a Rico Suave. I'm sure he was a car dealer, you know, all the women like fawned over him. At that time when you were 19, you were easily impressed, right? Yeah, he had a lot of confidence. Well, it was between the ages of like 19 and probably like 26. Right. And he was probably a kind of a player, 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 player. <laughs> he was a player, yes. Right. And he left an impression on you, but he kind of used you too. In, right? Is that kind of... He was a booty call. He was yes. a booty call. I, were, I was a booty you call. You were the booty call. <laughs> right. All yes. right. Yes. So, fill me, help me fill, fill in, that, in that story. So, he contacted you. How, how'd that go? Yeah. Well, he friended me on Facebook and um, he sent me a message saying, um, oh, it's so great to hear from you. How are you doing? You know, would you ever want to get together for lunch sometime? Oh, wait a minute. He said it was great to hear from you, so you messaged him on Facebook? No, like it's great to see you, like on Facebook. Oh, okay. Got it. And that he asked me if I wanted to go to lunch sometime. Right. 
And I was thinking, oh, there's no way. Right. And why were you thinking that? Why would you... Well, because I thought that you would be like, absolutely not. Because if the roles were reversed and some like old bitch called you and asked yeah. you out, I'd be like, fuck that. I got that. I know that about <laughs> you emphatically. But my point... So... So I, I but, but, just told you... But let me ask you this. When he, he first messaged you and said, hey, let's get together for lunch, never mind what you thought I would think, what was that initial pow that went through your head? Was of course it, I wanted to. You did. I, I mean, I, I would definitely want to... And you wanted to why? Oh, because I felt like I was better now. Oh. And like I'm more confident. I feel like I... You know, at the time, I felt like I looked better than I looked when I was, you know, that age. And I I was a different person. Like, I, you know, I had my shit together. At that time, I didn't, and I was easily led. And So it was initially for more, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, and you know me, I'm not the jealous type. I'm right. the opposite of that. Was it more of the initial, it's payback time, <laughs> bitch? Or was it like... <laughs> Got a little, just a little bit sexually turned on at the thought of this. Be honest. You have listeners that depend on your honesty and integrity. I would say there was a good mix of both of those. You see? Okay. That's what... (laughs) But knowing me, I would never have acted on that. Absolutely not. Never would I... Never would I ever... But I definitely would have, you know, led him to believe that... Right. But there, there had to be some type of sexual charge. Of course. Right. Okay. So, finish the story. So, you tell me this... She, you called me up and said, this guy... this, And I knew about your history with him a little right. bit. And said, this... I think you called him a tool, is the word that you use. This tool wants me to have lunch with him. <laughs> right? Now, when you asked me that, were you kind of thinking, like, on the outside, what if he says yes? Were you even thinking I would say yes? No, I was thinking I was thinking you would say no. Okay. And tell your listeners what I said. You said you put on your hottest outfit and you go and meet that guy. Yep. I even helped you pick out the outfit, <laughs> did I not? Yeah, you did. I told you what to wear. Yeah. I said you're going to wear those white thin linen pants <laughs> that drive me fucking crazy. Yes, and I did. And you did. Yes. And you were texting me during the lunch. Yes. You were giving me updates. Yeah. And you were telling me how he was super flirty. He was super flirty. Yes. When when we could fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) And I was getting all these live texts down in Kansas City, and I was literally losing my shit. (laughs) I mean, I mean, because part of it was I was you know. I consider myself an alpha male, so I'm I'm, I'm jealous. This who, who who is this guy? Right. But again, that that was kind of the draw. I, I don't know. I mean, call it whatever you want. Call it the sperm competition theory, or I mean, I, I have no idea what it's called. But it was kind of hot. Right. It is especially hot when you. How did you end it? How did the night end? Um, he wanted you to meet up later for for drinks, right? Yeah. Well, and I was like, no, I, you know, I'm married. And he said, when are we going to fuck? And I said, that ship has sailed. And then I left. And then you left. (laughs) Tell me how, tell me how you felt. Tell the listeners how you felt as you walked out of that. It felt fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that would be another one. I mean, I, not not telling women to go have lunch with their old boyfriends or ex-husbands. No. But I'm saying, <laughs> don't be afraid, men, to have this conversation about asking questions about old relationships. Um, because, again, I, and I don't understand it, but that is that is that cannot help but arouse you and attract you to your to your mate it just can't well and i think on the flip-flop it's the same for the female it feels good to be desired and you know being desired by someone else is great but showing your spouse that you're desired and it sparks them that feels great too. Yes. You know, and it adds a whole other element. Yeah. But um, I don't feel that way. I feel like I want to cut a bitch. I know. <laughs> this I know. <laughs> I have no grand illusions. <laughs> so, uh, did you have a fifth? I yeah, just. Fill some time, and <laughs> number five is there. I just It'll gotta, pop up. I gotta pull. I have to pull it out. Okay, so um. <laughs> not like that. Not like that. Come on, get out of here, dinosaur. <laughs> He's not calling me old. That's just our little thing that we say to each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not a dinosaur. It's a long. It's a long, long story. Um. <laughs> Okay, so I said keeping yourself up and um, did I say something else? Was that the only one that I've gotten to so far? Yeah, I'm doing... Oh, I also said, you know, keeping an open mind yes. about trying new things. Right. You know, wearing lingerie, getting a little kinky. Yeah. You know, not a bad thing at all. Right. Actually, I think we played like a little new thing not that long ago where like you acted like you came to the door as a like traveling massage therapist yes that was fun that role play yeah oh i should so wanted to be that number five that was a good that role well, play was we can both use the role play okay explain the role so play. either way whether it's the male or the female so you came to the door you actually like pretended to ring the doorbell yep and i was already laying like with the towel on and you made up a name. I was a traveling masseuse. Yeah. Was I Brad? I you may have been Brad. You like to pick that name. I know. I'm I love. Not sure yeah. Why, that's 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 my stranger name. <laughs> you like to be Brad. Yeah. Um, and then you gave me a massage, and then you acted like you didn't mean to, but like you touched me in places that massage therapists don't normally. <laughs> right. Touch. But then I quickly apologized. I was like, and I, I was like, I, that's okay. I hope I'm not making you feel uncomfortable. You're like, oh no, I'm fine. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. So we've done that. Yeah, um, yeah, role play. Damn it, that was a good one. Uh, one time you tied me up upstairs. That was a fun one. Oh, the tie-up. Yeah, I liked the tie-up. Damn it. There's something about when you get rid of the rest of the senses. You know, you can't see, you can't move, so you can't touch. Right. Uh, there's something about that that's like a really big turn-on, I think. Yeah. Um, so, role-playing either way, men or women... You know, women, you can throw on a wig and dress differently and, you know, meet your man out. Don't tell him what you're doing. 
give yourself a different name. Yeah. That's a fun time. All right. Number five. Okay. And I don't know if this is number five. I, I, oh, we've also role-played as you as a client when I'm cutting your hair. Yes. One of my faves. That's a fun one. It is a fun one. <laughs> and it's a fun one for a specific reason. Because it's one of my fantasies. Yes. Yes. Is that what is that fantasy, Jen? <laughs> that I'm cutting a client's hair, like, you know, obviously an attractive man. And... Um, he's the last client. He's the last client of the night. Everybody leaves. I'm supposed to lock up the salon. And while I'm cutting his hair, he like, oops, accidentally sticks his hand up my skirt. And I tell him it's okay. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, I'm riding him in my chair. You're riding cowboy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And somehow, at some point in my life, I'll have to make that a reality, like, in the salon, I mean. Oh, you're going to make it a reality? Well, with you. Oh, I thought you just get just ramped up the show <laughs> to another level. Well, no, I just mean, like, I've never been alone in the salon. I know, I so. know. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> or we need to get a chair. A chair. Yeah, yeah. The, the, but we did that here. We did. We, we role-played that like, up. we just, like, set up, like, my little chair that I use here to cut your hair. Yeah, you're right. That I forgot fun. about that. I think you were Brad again. I was Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, Brad's just a dirty bastard. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, um, all right. I, are we almost done? You said you have... I, I'm going with... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close this out with number five, but it certainly wasn't, is not the best one, but I think it's, it's certainly legitimate. Okay. Taking quick hitter vacations, getting out of your house, out of your town... Even going to the town next door, getting a hotel, jacuzzi, being among strangers. Uh, there's something sexy one. about being in a strange place. Vacation sex is the best sex. The best sex yeah. ever. It, it just really seems is. a little dirtier. I think, you know, everybody's kind of turned off. They don't, they're not on their phone as much. The phone's not ringing. The, you know, if you have kids, the kids aren't, you know running around it's just a different vibe yeah like you have no responsibilities somebody else is cleaning up your room having sex in the hot tub yeah we've done that yeah that was one of your faves mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah one of my faves i've tried to i've tried to um i don't want to say give in i've tried to accommodate most of the things that you've wanted to do yeah and most of the time i'm glad i did it all turns out well at the end, it doesn't really it? Does. I mean, these ideas, though shocking at the beginning, <laughs> when you really come to think about it and, you know, they're like, yeah, it's not so bad. Yeah. Well, and, you know. And I, and I love that about you, that you are open. You never just tune me out. You never shut me down. You never, like, you are a sick bastard. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> what is the fuck wrong with you? No. You always allow it to kind of, like, sink in and... Okay, let me not completely make it obvious that I'm not into this. Right. But you are at least open to hearing the thought process behind it on why I think it's hot. 
Well, I'm generally open to the idea of having an orgasm. So however I can get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure when I told you to go out on that date, you're like, uh, what is wrong with my husband? Doesn't he love me? I mean, that well, had to come through your mind for a second. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, part of me thinks like, uh, gosh, I almost wish he was a little bit jealous. But you know I love you to pieces. Well, of course I do. Oh. Of course I do. Yeah. But then, you know, there's always that tiny little sliver that feels like, you know, isn't he ever going to be jealous? Like, does he ever think, like, I just want you for myself? Yeah. Oh, of course I want you to my for myself. I'm not willing to give you up. Well, I'm not saying that I, you know, I'm saying there's that little bit, right. like yeah. you said. I, you know, there has to be a small part of you that wonders. Yeah, I, I might be cut from a little bit different cloth. A little? Okay, a lot. <laughs> Much more different than I am. Yes. Because I'm like, that bitch just looked at you. Opposites attract. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think the difference is, too, is that I know what a lot of women are like. And, I mean, some women can be some pretty nasty bitches. And they don't care that you're married. Right. In both ways. Well, sure. But you have to admit. But I trust you. Well, and I trust and you. that's the difference. But here's, here, here is also the difference. If both of us right now said, okay, we're going to go to a bar, the first one to get laid wins, <laughs> what are the fucking odds that I win that one? How do you know? Come on, get out of here, dinosaur. There's no freaking way. You can walk right down and a Packer game coming on? You go in those hot black leather pants right now? Fucking Packer fans are like, fuck the game. I'm going home with this chick. Well, Come on, I don't have a chance. There's you know that. plenty of women out there watching the Packer game. I'm sure that... I, all I'm saying, and I'm not saying I wouldn't have a chance, but I'm just saying the odds are severely stacked in a woman's favor because... Men are hornballs, by and large. That's true. Well, we were kind of talking about that last week, too, was that, like, you know, the dynamic between gay men must be so different because, you know, men are, by nature, much more horny and act on their, you know, sexual drive right. much more so than women. So women kind of keep men balanced, I think, in, you know, a conventional male-female relationship, whereas, like, two men are probably just, I mean, where are the boundaries? Right. There are none. Completely agree. So, well, this was super fun. I'm glad that we talked about this, and, you know, maybe we'll revisit this subject again sometime, because yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more to say on the matter. And I will say, as much as sometimes I do not look forward to being your guest, I, at the end, I do enjoy... Oh, good. <laughs> Being on here and telling these stories. And good. Reminiscent. Um, you definitely will be on again many, many more times, <laughs> trust me. And also, I just wanted to mention that um, this was this topic was um, actually somebody sent me an email and asked me to do this topic. So, Marcus, thank you so much for sending in your idea. And we both really thought it was a great one so thank you for that and if any of you have any ideas for future shows and you'd like to email me you can email me at bettermepodcast at gmail.com 
Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at Better Me Podcast, and you can leave a message on there or uh, DM me on Instagram. And I just want to say a big thank you to everyone. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. And we will talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye, folks.